Super dope. Plus Ultra. My name is Kyle. Thank you for checking out Super Dope Plus Ultra. I'm sticking with it. Dragon Ball Super Dope is not today. It's just Plus Ultra. Super Dope Plus Ultra. Jay, how are you doing today? I'm doing good today. How about you, Kyle? I'm great. Obviously, all the time I'm great. So, uh, one half of the Flying Federico brothers, your brother is off on a uh, romantic retreat <laughs> with his beloved. At the Ice Castles of yeah. New Hampshire. And they posted some pictures. It looks very lovely. Uh, yeah, i actually been there before. It's pretty dope. I don't travel places, so <laughs> I don't know what things look like, uh, except through pictures. And uh, honestly, I feel like it didn't uh, do the experience justice. Seeing those things in, in person must be uh, pants shitting. <laughs> yeah, you can put it that way. <laughs> it's beautiful. All right, so uh, we got Jay flying solo-ish. I'll say ish because you're not really solo because I'm here, but yeah, this is your first one-on-one pod with me. Yeah. I don't know if you know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> Probably not, but let's do it. All right, man. I like where your head's at. Episode 81 of My Hero Academia School Festival. That's the wrong theme song for this episode. <laughs> How's the episode go? That's my jam. I think you did it about seven times last time we were together. Well, there's one of at least seven for this week. Yep. Interesting episode. Gives us a little bit of, uh, I don't know, we'll say a tease of uh, the villain, um, but also kind of gives us what we've been expecting for the last couple weeks in that we're going to have a school festival. Yeah. Name of the episode. School festival. (laughs) So episode picks up. What I did today was, and you and I, well, I'll say that you watched me do it because uh, I'm a fucking crazy person. And uh, I decided that... The pacing of these episodes the last few weeks, it's almost like, uh, I don't know, stories that don't have all that much to do, but I feel like today they all connect, at least seemingly yeah, uh, yeah. on the surface, hopefully, um, unless you know this villain ends up being nothing to do with the uh, school festival, <laughs> which I doubt, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, my point in saying this is it's very segmented again this week, but like at least the segments this week have uh, some ties to one another. So what I did was wrote like a little, I don't want to read a really long synopsis because if I'm being honest with you, um, they're really long. Too long. Like so many words. So I just decided <laughs> that I would write it in as few sentences as possible. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? That's actually a Triple H thing. Is it? You might learn about that when you talk to Malar. Ooh, are you talking about the wrestling podcast that we've been teasing for the last episode of the R podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so I think I talked about it with you and your brother very briefly, yeah. but um, on the microphones anyway, we talked about it very briefly. Yeah. We've talked about it more um, with the microphones off, but me and Brandon talked about it a little bit in depth after you guys left last week. Yeah. I did double duty last week <laughs> duty <laughs> so i uh yeah the audience knows a little bit hope you guys subscribe i think we're aiming for march 10th so look out for that on march 10th um however um i don't know man i'm, I'm a student of wrestling in that i have a lot of shit to learn so yeah uh, for sure 
What did I say that you said was a song? Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> cool. Now I know more about wrestling than I did a minute ago. Episode 81, School Festival. Here's my first sentence. While practicing dance moves with Mina Ashido, the students ponder how their respective hobbies factor into their hero work, if at all. Azawa then, in homeroom, informs the students of the school festival and the need for every class to participate. If they don't decide by the end of the day, Azawa will make their participation a public lecture. So we got to figure out how they're going to yeah. participate in the school festival. Let's so, start off by saying he looked very serious. Well, yeah, man, I would look very serious in my beanbag, sleeping bag thing, yeah. too. I like that, like, just as he finishes explaining everything to everybody, he just kind of slowly... Falls asleep. Like, it's so it's so perfect, man. He's it's going so through him, a lot. Though. He's a new dad. Yeah. I mean, granted, his kid lives in a hospital bed right now, but new dad nonetheless. Yeah. So, I know from experience. Um, I like that they give Mina this dancing thing all of a sudden and that Midoriya yeah. kind of validates it by being like, that's got to be why she's such an effective fighter. Like she puts all of her moves yeah. into her, or puts all of her body into her moves. Yeah. You ever play Tekken 3? Absolutely. You know who I'm thinking of? Um, the I don't know his name, but I would assume the Drunken Master, right? Correct? No. Oh. Eddie that's Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Gordo, the guy who dances and fucking does some break dancing, cool spin kick moves yeah. oh, into yeah, your yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, Black dude dreads. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're Got talking it. About that. He dances, <laughs> kicks people in the face with his dancer yeah. legs. I like when they bust out the break dancing moves in this one. That everyone's like, "Break it, <laughs> pow pow, <Yeah>. pow pow." <laughs> Why the fuck are they yelling "pow pow"? I don't, I don't know. know. Is it a Japanese thing? Probably. <laughs> I know in Portuguese it means hit someone, but... Pow, pow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pow, pow. But they're just hitting the, the cardboard. Yeah. Breaking oh, that's it down. True. Windmill style. Um, So Mina also teaches Deku and uh, Ayama to two-step. Yeah. Do you know how to do a two-step? Absolutely not. <laughs> well, neither do I. But watching this episode today... I was very much of the opinion that I could learn to two-step because that's how effective a teacher Mina Ashido actually is. <laughs> I've learned a couple of things. Like, all right, you guys know, no secret, I sing a lot. Yeah. Way more than I should on this show probably. <laughs> but I also get paid to sing at restaurants and bars in school because I could also sing in school. Um, people would rope me into musicals. And like musicals, you got to fucking dance, dude. That's not really my thing. Big dude, not super graceful on my feet. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone with your weird ass dance moves. You want to do a Charleston? Get the fuck out. What the fuck's that? <laughs> Don't ask me, dude. Exactly. You want me to do a can can kick? Can can this, bro. <laughs> yeah. Pissed. So I think that um, me seeing Mina Ashido being not only such an effective teacher, but also. A compassionate one that can, yeah. that encourages you to do your best all the time, like most anime characters do. It's nice. Makes you think I can do a two-step. Yeah. I dig it. So while they're trying to figure out what they're going to do in terms of uh, their initial suggestions, because there's a lot of initial suggestions. <laughs> a lot. Um, Kirishima, not Kirishima, excuse me, Denki Kaminari, my boy Kaminari, 
ripping it up on the electric guitar, yeah. which makes all the sense in the world because he's got an electricity-based power. I don't know how we thought Kirishima would be the one shredding the metal electric guitar. I think guitar. it's just because of his... Because he's hard as fuck. <laughs> his hardening ability. Because yeah, he's metal. Yeah. Uh, Kaminari suggests a maid cafe. Mineta goes to start to suggest something that starts with B-O-O. Boo. I'm saying booby show. A booby show? <laughs> a booby cafe? <laughs> a booby cafe? <laughs> I was thinking like a boo rothel. <laughs> like a who warhouse. Like something like that. Yeah. Like could something be, yeah, Mineta, yeah. you know, could definitely... Uh, you know, feel like he's in his element. Yes. Yeah. Feel like. Because we know he loves boobies. He loves boobies. Uh, somebody suggests an arm wrestling tournament. Uh, Mina, obviously, in keeping with what we've just spent yeah. so much time talking about, she says, let's do a dance. Yeah. Izuku Midoriya, sticking true to his uh, Revenge of, of the course. Nerd roots, fucking suggests a hero quiz. Fucking Where are they? Where are the nerds? They're talking about you, Deku. Uh, Froppy suggests a frog song in the round. <laughs> not, not really sure what a frog song in the round is, but yeah. immediately I thought of the Budweiser commercials from the nineties. Budweiser, <laughs> Budweiser, like you know, three frogs <laughs> in the round doing that shit. That's kind of like a song. Think about it in a sing-songy way. Boom, put yeah. a beat, put a beat under it. You're good. Bakugo suggests a death match. <laughs> yeah. Tokayami uh, suggests a uh, feast for this, a feast of students in darkness or something. Yeah. Like, or, <laughs> like he basically just wants to have a feast, but I guess do it in the dark. But also he's kind of emo, so yeah, maybe it's just a real sad feast where there's lights, but it's dark. <laughs> Darkness. Uh, and Darkness, then you got uh, bat, uh, a girl who's making a campaign for for a new best girl in my brain. Uh, Jiro suggests, why don't we do a funny skit? I'm with you, Jiro. Why don't you do a funny skit? I love comedy. I love skits. Yeah. I love also the situational comedic humor. <laughs> I had to suggest a skit. Perhaps we could uh, improv a skit. Ready? Give me a place. <laughs> Give you a place? Yeah. <laughs> what type of place, though? Like a any place? <laughs> McDonald's. Okay, word. Uh, and give me a uh, a situation. Uh, you spilled your milkshake. Oh God! All right. Uh, you all right. I'm the customer. You're the manager. Ready? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm like, uh, excuse me, Mr. Manager. Um. I spilled this milkshake all over the floor, and uh, I feel real bad about it. But uh, could you send out one of your uh, workers to come clean it up? And also, can I have a new milkshake, please, Mr. Manager? <laughs> um, no. What the fuck you mean, no? <laughs> Why not? Which part to it's know? your damn fault. You spilled it. I did spill it. I have no intention on cleaning it up. However, I would like a free milkshake as a replacement deal. Okay. Sorry for the inconvenience. Yeah, it's okay. Fucking better apologize. But mostly got my shoe. Better replace my shoe. You know how much these shoes cost me? Five bucks. No, that's insulting. Do my <laughs> shoes look like they cost five dollars? No, sir, they don't. Well, then why the fuck did you suggest five dollars? <laughs> these shoes cost forty nine ninety nine on a pay less. 
bought them last year. I got them on clearance. Rotate them with other sets of shoes so I can <laughs> elongate the life of my shoe. Now you better fucking give me a free milkshake and replace my shoes. Pronto. Mickey D's boy. <laughs> Mickey D's boy. Let's just say I'd be terrible at doing a skit. And scene. <laughs> all right. I don't know where the fuck that all came from. Anyway, Kirishima <laughs> seems to have some PTSD and uh, is really concerned about the idea of them having this festival in the first place. Yeah. Um, I kind of dig that, but place of concern. Um, I appreciate, but Aizawa kind of um, lets them know, hey, we're going to continue to do it anyway. Not really fair to continue to um, placate to all you student hero fucks. You prima donnas in the hero <laughs> course. We have three other courses here at UA High that you consistently forget about. Yeah. Support, business, and general studies. Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you think they do in general studies? I mean, book reports and shit. Yeah. Math. Play with science. Bunsen burners. Bunsen burners. <laughs> I don't know how science works, generally speaking. Yeah. So. Me neither. I pretty much slept through every class. <laughs> yeah. I slept through most classes as well. Tried tw the second time on chemistry. Still failed. Chemistry's hard. <laughs> yeah. Nailed physics, though. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's get back to this episode. Uh, Kirishima's got PTSD. Did I tell you about how much I love Jiro? Yeah. Okay. About 30 times. <laughs> well, I just like that everyone tries to admire her skills in that she's really yeah. good at playing all these instruments and she's got like a real professional recording set up in her bedroom. And everyone's like, Jiro, we got to utilize your skills for this fucking skit. We got to, well, not skit, but performance we got to put on. We got to utilize your, uh, your abilities. And she's just using her little earphone jacks and tapping them together in that real anxious way. And I'm like, oh, it's adorable. I do weird shit like that, too. Plus, I also always have my headphones in. Because, again, I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I'm starting to relate with Jiro a lot more. And her candidacy for best girl has been strongly strengthened. <laughs> so... They decide that they need to go back to the dorms. Like, they can't decide before homeroom's over. They need to go back to the dorms for the evening and decide um, what their performance is ultimately going to be. Needs to happen again before the end of the day. Otherwise, is going to make them give a public lecture. Yeah. Weirdly constructed sentences number two. The students agree their aim should be stress relief for the UA students and want to create a fun atmosphere. Mina, of course, suggests dancing, and Todoroki, of all the people, agrees. After Mineta accuses Todoroki of being one of those party people, <laughs> Mineta suggests they need music to dance to. They need party people music to dance to. Everyone looks at Jiro and implores her to teach them to play her instruments for their performance. After some coaxing and some very anxious headphone jack tapping, Jiro, Jiro, I wrote a U. Jiro <laughs> agrees because it wouldn't be very rocking if she didn't. 
Todoroki, having brought up a YouTube clip to give them an example of a stress-relieving fun time because he's so goddamn emo, he can't fucking cite examples and make sentences, apparently. I know. That's, like, a weird thing about Todoroki. Like, I always get that he's kind of, like, on the low, really sad, but, yeah. like, the ability that he can't even be like, let's put on a concert. Without bringing up a YouTube video as an example, like you don't know what a concert's called. Yeah, kid? I saw this video one time, and uh, here it is. Oh, I'm not sure what it's called. We need to recreate this atmosphere. A concert? <laughs> you need to recreate a concert? Like, Fuck I, you, Todoroki. <laughs> like, I get it, man. Like, you're real sad. You're not so sad to the point that your fucking vocabulary is fleeting out your goddamn ears. Like, <laughs> gosh, gosh, gosh. Anyway, as that YouTube video. Finishes and it goes to preload the next one as I'm so familiar with that icon because I watch a lot yes. of YouTube stuff. I'm ashamed to admit. We see two creepy ass old man eyes and the black one very blue though. One very blue, but very creepy nonetheless. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I told you, man. I took it to the toilet this morning. And I was watching on my phone, <laughs> and that happened. And I was like, what the hell? And I screenshotted it right away. <laughs> <laughs> like did i see that am i seeing things i'm like god damn it kyle shut the fuck up <laughs> everyone saw that okay it's not a big deal stop overreacting about things Oof. but hey you know that's just me man yeah um so a couple of things during their exchange that i wanted to point out obviously they're going to incorporate um you know music and dancing and stress relief and fun they're not going to do any of the food suggestions, which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, Crepes sounded good. They have the idea of combining all of the food options together. Yeah. And uh, Jiro says that Oriental food, her words, not mine, and crepes don't go together. So no. And I said, damn, Jiro, dated term. I could get punk rocking it and stuff, but Oriental, sheesh. Yeah. It's not the word. <laughs> no. Unless you're talking about ramen flavors. <laughs> pretty sure it's still a ramen flavor <laughs> so now we know what we're doing for the school play whatever the fuck you ever had to do a school play <laughs> no thank god you ever had to do a talent show nope are you talentless uh I can do a <laughs> a ran- drop of <laughs> like your sink dropping water just <laughs> oh yeah just that Me too. <laughs> yeah. That was me doing it, not Jay. As as for talents, is pretty much just sports. I didn't really do talent shows or anything like that. You never played baseball at the talent show? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've been in many a talent show, mostly with a guitar. Yeah. Battle of the bandses. Yeah. I've done those. I battled many a band. <laughs> battled many bands. Used to take my guitar. Up over my fucking shoulder like this, and just club in the fucking head. <laughs> I'd fuck? win all the battles that way with all of the bands. That's good. One time we played the Halo theme. <laughs> Did you really? That's fucking awesome. And then we beat the shit out of all the bands, <laughs> both with our guitars and our performances of the Halo theme. That's great. Yeah, that's such a fucking epic song. It was fun, man. That was a good time. That's my talent show experience. That's all I got to say about that. Sounds like a lot of fun. 
moving on to the next section of this episode, which actually ties in with the first section. Yeah. I think. And I think the third section might even tie into these first two. I don't know. It's weird. It's like almost like these weird segments. <laughs> chunks of the episodes <laughs> tie in together for some reason. It's so strange. I wrote also poorly constructed sentence. Ready? <laughs> oh, wait. Maybe it's two sentences. Actually... I don't even know if it's really kind of senses. We'll say Deku and Mirio go to visit Eerie at her request. <laughs> she don't know Deku's name. <laughs> oh my God. She, she don't, don't know. know. <laughs> she don't know Deku's name and is feeling guilty for the trouble she caused. She also don't know Night Eye is dead. Cheese sparks the idea of surprising Eerie with something special, i.e. the school festival. <laughs> Remember when I finished writing those sentences, I looked at you and I was like, yo, that was the easiest one to write. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, all right. Oh, so fuck. let's talk, uh, Eerie. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. I just wanted to say, Jay Feds is, is playing hurt today. This is uh, your your Jordan flu game today. Um, you very easily could be in bed resting. But, Fuck uh, resting. Yeah. Fuck a resting. <laughs> Fuck a resting. Fuck resting, Virginia. Fuck resting. Let's, uh, let's all give Jay Fed a round of applause. That's my soft clap so I don't peek my mics. This is golf clap. That too. And uh, let's talk about this third part of the episode. So... Um, she requests to see them. She's got her fever under control now. Her little horn is just a little bump. A little bump. A little bump. And uh, she doesn't know uh, that... Uh, she doesn't know that Night Eye is dead. Um, but she is, like, feeling a tremendous amount of guilt for Muriel losing his quirk, all the pain that Deku had to go through. Yeah. Pretty much everything that happened during that whole entire arc. But she doesn't know Deku's name, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, and they still connected too. and had that thing, like that moment together. Um, I don't know. I thought that was pretty interesting that she couldn't catch the name. But uh, they realized that even though she's safe now and she's being taken care of by people who genuinely want the best for her, um, there's still the... I won't say threat, but like the shadow of Chisaki overhaul just looming over her and the perpetual voice of like everywhere you go, you cause pain, destruction and death. You are bad. You are nothing like whatever it is. Like everyone has those types of voices in their heads, whether it be from like fucking parents, ex lovers, friends, whatever it is, family in yeah, general. for sure. Everyone has like that general voice of doubt somewhere sewn in their brain, I'd hope, at least. If you don't, tweet at me, at dbsuperdope, the number one. I want to know how you've managed to turn that part of your brain off. I aspire to be more like you, and I could afford some tips. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> she's a seven, I think, year old girl. Yeah, just roughly. And uh, she's definitely... You know, super impacted by all these things this dude has said to her over the last few years while he's been carrying out this scheme for the Yakuza. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, she needs to just, uh, I mean, I'm about to say mood elevator. When I say that, that is reminiscent of pharmaceutical drugs. <laughs> Fight big pharma in this country, motherfuckers. It's not what I'm talking about. Mood elevator in terms of, let's take her out to an event. Let's take this bitch to the circus. So the movies are, I don't know. Maybe a school festival. Maybe. A dance. A performance. <laughs> a comedic skit. 
Perhaps all of the above. So they did mention that because of the, um, again, the targets on the backs of UA students from villains and uh, Kirishima's PTSD ties into that. Yeah. This event is going to be closed. It's going to be only for members of the school. So those kind of safety parameters understood. Um, Deku and Mirio immediately advocate for Erie to come with them to the school festival. And Aizawa says he will talk to Principal Nezu about it. And uh, yeah, she's going to go and have a good ass time. And it gets a little weird toward the end of the scene with Mirio being like, hey, man, I'm kind of out of school anyway, so I'll be able to hang with you the entire time. It'll be like a date. Ha 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 ha. And she's like, (laughs) date (laughs) too. And he has to explain that it's like, time spent together between two people who are intimate and Deku's like whoa what the fuck (laughs) yeah (laughs) why'd you gotta throw in that last part about being intimate bro yeah it kind (laughs) of kind of sounded a little pedophile-ish made it a little weird dude uh Mirio's probably like 10 years her senior so yeah hey 40 and 30 those two ages want a date not not a huge deal no uh 17 and (laughs) 7 There's no place in the world where that's legal. Unless, like, I don't want to think about the places where that would be legal. Anyway, now that we've gotten the Mirio being a weirdo joke out of the way, um, we have this last chunk of the episode, which I feel like we might be able to dig into a little bit. I don't know anything about this villain. I do know that everyone on anime Twitter, um, and I've been pretty good about avoiding spoilers in a lot of ways, but... Um, people, whenever they tweet about these episodes, they'll reference the um, school festival arc and the character Gentle. Gentle's coming. They don't even know it. Gentle's the... Like, people get really excited for this character. He seems to have a really solid, committed following. So the scene is we're in the Hosu City, presumably Hosu City, because we got the dog police chief who, by the way, dude, so we actually went ahead and looked up the word, the Japanese word for woof, trying to understand if Funimation is just putting the woof in for the subtitles because they're going to do it in the dub, or if this character and its actual Japanese voice performance, um, if it actually uh, says woof, if the dog says woof. So the word is yokoito, I think. Y-O- K-O-I-T-O. Yokoito. That's according to Google Translate. I realize that's probably not the most reliable resource, but it's the only one I could think to use in the moment because it's 2020 and I'm 30 years old. (laughs) So we get to see a newly uploaded YouTube video and uh, Scruff McGruff the Crime Dog seems really... I don't fucking know his real name. Chief whatever the fuck from Hosu City, okay? Uh, he's oh real concerned God. and he needs to watch it immediately. His team informs him. There's a new one, Chief. Woof. And he's like, I say woof. You don't tell me woof. <laughs> Asshole. That's racist. <laughs> so he watches it and it's of a convenience store. I just want to say the video is very well edited. Nice caption work. Yeah. Caption work is superb. Um, uh, there's a convenience store. A certain convenience store. A certain convenience store. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes in 
and there is a criminal, a villain. Excuse yeah. me, criminal. <laughs> He's a villain uh, with a knife. It looks like yeah. sticking up the uh, the guy behind the booth, and he's like, "Hey, what's up, bud? I don't want no problems. I'm gentle, super gentle." <laughs> the villain who is gentle. <laughs> Please give me all this money and put it in this briefcase. The composed gentle. That's what he calls himself. Yeah. And uh, the guy goes to start to fill up the briefcase, and as he does, a couple of heroes show up to stop the robbery, and. It's like only what, maybe two or three at first. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, no matter. Whatever. <laughs> and then like four or five or six show up. Mind you, the captioning work continues throughout. More showed up, reads the yeah, caption. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he has an uh you don't see this person at first. You see them in the corresponding scene on the rooftop, but he looks to La Brava. Yeah. Even though I want to say La Bravada. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's La Brava. There's no D. Don't let me get into the habit. Um, La Brava. All right. La he Brava. says, La Brava, cut this part. Cuts to black. The next scene is just him walking out of the convenience store. All the heroes who showed up to save the day have since gotten their asses ho-whipped. Yes. And... I don't know if you noticed this, but the convenience store had like a weird, like kind of effect over it. Yeah, I don't like, know if it was like just the editing of the video or ooh, his actual quirk. Exactly. So this is kind of what I'm thinking with this dude. The next scene is um, La Brava, uh, who's a little tiny red, pink ish yeah. <laughs> colored <laughs> person uh, looking over their YouTube. Um, Impressions, click-through rates, etc. Yeah. And a consumption rate. Um, anyway, the metrics are down, and we're not happy about that. So the idea is for them to find the next big scheme for them to be able to make the next big awesome YouTube video about. Yes. So I'm not even going to try to read my poorly constructed thing on that, unless you want me to. <laughs> Before that, though, why does it cut to airy... Uh, Toga and in terms of the next big scheme, yeah, oh, you right. know, you know what I'm saying, you know why, what? baby, you know why, <laughs> you fucking know why, the festival, he's gonna make the festival <laughs> his next big scheme. So here's the thing about uh, gentle, composed, gentle, the villainous, composed, gentle. I, I think this character is ripe for so many good situations about. Not only like obviously the funny things of, of him being like this overdramatic uh vain person who's just yeah. doing it for the sake of uh you know, trying to garner more views on YouTube. Like, don't get me wrong, the irony of me commenting on it is not lost on me. <laughs> but um the idea that his quirk somehow factors into what his goal is in that place, like yeah. it kind of factors into what they talk to talk talk about amongst themselves in the first part of the episode where it's like how do your hobbies, if they play into your hero work at all, how does it work into it? How does it play into it? And we talk about it very much on the surface of Mina Ashido maybe being like Eddie Gordo type and being able yeah. to f effectively deliver more, you know, kicks or punches or whatever in the, how she dances and moves and uses her body. They talk about for Sato, sure. his baking ability and how that's good for his sugar rush quirk. Okay. Yeah. Now we've got somebody at the other end of the spectrum who is a villain and presumably their quirk, or at least La Brava's quirk, who I got the idea that because he tells La Brava to cut this part, she's like the editor or whatever. 
Yeah. I think maybe with this dude, his quirk might play into the same kind of category as uh, Cammy from last week with her illusion, oh, yeah, yeah. Her, her glamour quirk, uh, the temporary illusion or whatever. Maybe he's got some sort of similar quirk to that where maybe he did just get his ass whooped by five uh, heroes or something, or maybe he was going to, but he has some kind of like manipulate reality quirk, although like the Scarlet Witch where she manipulates probability, he like manipulates reality to be like, sorry heroes, even though I'm totally overmatched, you're all getting your asses whooped. Ha ha ha. Yeah. And then like that weird shot of him walking away from the convenience store is his manipulation of reality where he walks away unscathed, but these five heroes, six heroes, whatever, just get their ass whooped. This convenience store isn't a real true setting. It's just like this mirror setting he's like hallucinations yeah yeah that he's setting up with his quirk like i feel like that might be how it works here and the idea is he doesn't really want to be evil no he leaves the fucking money at the convenience store otherwise he wouldn't (laughs) a do it about he he doesn't he he says it very clearly i don't do it for money i'm doing it to be uh how does he how does he put it money's not my goal i want to go down in history yeah so He's very much using the platform of YouTube to be able to hype himself up and make himself more than what he is. And uh, God damn it, that's not a fucking commentary on people who make YouTube videos. But I think it's funny that so much of what this character is going to be about is, is he truly a villain? Is he just doing it for show? Because they even say, the the chief of Osu City says it. He's like, is this guy serious? Is he joking? Like, he can't yeah. really tell. But it's just somebody, in my opinion, at least to this point, very limited interaction or understanding of the character, somebody who seems to be um, chasing fame for the sake of chasing fame. Um, no true um, moral ideology factors into it, good or bad. They're taking the route of villain because... There aren't very many villains out there making YouTube videos. I guarantee you fucking that. (laughs) I bet you there's a strong faction of upcoming heroes who've got like their highlight reels or whatever on YouTube. Yeah. But villains makes no sense to put your shit on tape, bro. Literally zero. So what are you doing? You're just trying to get famous. He just wants his views and followers. Hell yeah. And he's like, uh, it seems to be like an older uh, looking dude. Good looking dude with the fancy little mustache. Awesome fucking mustache. Cool cape. Yep. Whatever the fuck it is. (laughs) Cool get up. Like, I'm down with the vibe. And uh, I I don't know. He seems to be like the the chivalrous villain, which makes zero fucking sense. So, I don't know. He's going for like a weird juxtaposition of like, I'm a villain, but I'm not doing it for the same villain reasons that other villains do it. (laughs) Yep. Which, okay, cool. Like, we've seen that with Stain. He's more about the ideology and restoring what a hero should be about. Stain has that. But this dude's like, I'm a villain, but not your typical villain. It's like, oh, yeah, how are you not the typical villain? I leave the money. I'm going to go down in history. What do you go down in history for? Most YouTube views? <laughs> like, Because I'm fucking gentle. Yeah, I'm gentle, and my YouTube uh, channel has the most <laughs> subscribers of any pro quote unquote pro villains like isn't it called gentle videos too I think it, I think the idea of, <laughs> of the uh, I think the idea of gentle is supposed to be like if he gets you know let's just take an arbitrary number a million subscribers if he gets 
10 million subscribers. It doesn't fucking matter. If he is the first pro-villain to have 10 million subscribers on his YouTube channel, a lot of people are going to know him. Yeah. going to be pretty famous. And that will breed opportunity with actual pro heroes. And maybe he can finally break through that quote-unquote uh, glass ceiling here and he can finally reach the upper echelon of uh, real, true evilness. Evilness? <laughs> uh, villainry? Villain cr criminality? <laughs> criminalism? <laughs> criminalism was the best one. I stopped. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's just how he plans to move up in the ranks. Maybe he gets so many motherfucking YouTube subscribers, he ends up on the League of Villains. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen who knows yeah, you dude? never know could happen um all right that's gonna do it for super dope plus ultra this week you forgot um, to ask one thing though oh no what um what would you choose as one of your festival thing like oh festival? what would i do for the festival i mean i'm good at a few things in life playing guitar <laughs> drinking whiskey Throwing around a motherfucker judo style. <laughs> My plan would be uh, in three phases. Phase one. In <laughs> three phases. It's a three-act uh, performance. <laughs> Act one, I uh, drink like three glasses of whiskey within 15 minutes. All right? Not like full pint glasses like the one you see on your screen, but like, you know, the little ones on the ice, you know? Yeah, yeah. The little sipper ones I got over there. Uh, I drink like three of those in 15 minutes. Got a solid fucking buzz on, right? <laughs> Act one closes. Act two opens up. It's me and a guitar. Also, probably some more whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe I play you a song. I don't know what song. Uh, could be a couple of different things, uh, depending on the mood that I want to exhibit. If we're going for the idea of stress relief, maybe something that revolves around... Uh, sing-alongs you know those always help relieve stress people like that shit uh obviously drinking songs as well i'm already yeah. drinking so maybe if we can tie those two in um margaritaville you took the words right <laughs> out of my mouth so i'm not drinking margaritas but i'm drinking whiskey but yeah. the, the the spirit of margaritaville exactly. is there what i'm doing and we're all just you know singing along to the miserable nature that is the song of Margarita but Margarita is <laughs> a very sad song yeah it is I've been playing that song for 15 motherfucking years it's a sad song man. hell yeah it is woof digging into those lyrics it's his own damn fault you know what I mean you know what I'm saying <laughs> so phase three after I get everybody all hopped up on the Margaritaville feeling kind of like reflective and maybe a little somber gotta bring them back up alright act two you bring them back down Inciting incident is act one. That's me drinking whiskey. Act two, <laughs> got to bring him back down with the Margaritaville. Act three, you got to bring him back up with some triumphant fucking victory fights. <laughs> and that's when the judo demonstration begins. And it's me and like, I don't know. I don't have any judo friends, but if I did, it'd be like me and three of them. And we'd judo the fuck out of the place. Everybody likes seeing somebody get their ass kicked. So yeah, that's true. Stress relief uh, a plenty for sure. What's yours? Mine would uh, definitely be video games, like a video game tournament. Oh. It's a good stress we, What game we playing? Ooh, probably Call of Duty. Okay. So you're at school, Call of Duty video game tournament? All day. Come see me. Come see him. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Come see him. 
All right, cool. I'm not going to try to dig anymore in this Call of Duty tournament. Uh, we're playing zombies. Yeah, but that's not really competitive. Where are we dropping, boys? Look out. Here comes the overhead plane thing that drops nuclear bombs. Called the AC-130. I've played Call of Duty like twice in my life. Sucked so terribly both times. I've never tried it again. Yeah. Stick to Halo 5. Thank you very much. I'm 30. I'm a man. I'm 30. All right, y'all. It's going to do it for Super Dope Plus Ultra this week. Uh, hopefully, you didn't hate it. If you made it to the end here, <laughs> God bless you. Uh, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. We're working on this video stuff. There's no YouTube video there yet, really. But um, it is up for the Patreons. If you want to get on our Patreon, it is patreon.com backslash Dragon Ball Super Dope. Uh, you can go get uncut versions of our episodes and... Uh, video for uh, let's hope the second week in a row hopefully i didn't botch this i fucked up the branded one the other day yeah yeah i did do a i I managed to save like the first 10 minutes everything after that pretty much gone (laughs) i it's very complicated i don't want to waste people's time and trying to explain the situation but did manage to save the first 10 minutes where i played him a uh japanese version of country road take me home Oh my god! With it. <laughs> I did get that first few minutes going, uh, and that video is up on the Patreon right now. If you want to see me assault him with Japanese country road, take me home. How do you like his poster? He loved his poster. He freaked out. Yeah, I wish I had the video reaction to that. Gone yeah. to the fucking anal's of history. <laughs> the anal's. But uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys checking it out. Uh, appreciate if you it. Want to rate, subscribe, all that stuff? I already said it. Uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts help us out immensely. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, help us out. And uh, oh yeah, you can call us up too. Leave us a voicemail four zero one two one three nine five nine six. After the beep. After the beep. I should check what that voicemail message says. I have no idea. Yeah, literally zero <laughs> idea. Um, you can call us up. Leave us your thoughts on My Hero Academia. There's a new Dragon Ball manga chapter coming out later this week that I will be doing a review with maybe Jimmy next weekend, who, from what I understand, has the flu or had the flu. So hope you're feeling better, you dummy. Getting sick like a dummy. I'm saying Going that around. To, I'm saying that to Jay. Everybody be careful. Yeah, who's podcasting sick today? Uh, also happy birthdays couple in order uh, Reese Andriotis was his birthday I guess yesterday Joey B your birthday the other day uh, new patron to the Patreon by the by almost forgot I wrote it down and I'm a fucking asshole for almost not saying it uh, Dokari Sanchez I believe his real first name is Derek uh, join that $5 tier on the Patreon so he's got access to the videos and Coming up on like a hundred-ish extra podcasts, some uncut episodes of this, but also uh, podcasts on My Hero Academia, the OG Dragon Ball, and Death Note. You ever watched? We already asked you this. You never uh, watched Death no. Note. You're a dumb, dumb, dummy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A dumb, dumb, I, dummy. I do want to. You should. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Go home and watch it. I know. It's President's Day weekend, and then you'll get it when I yell Sakawino. <laughs> Tough when you have a child. I'm stuck watching fucking Frozen all the time. Tough when you have a child. What, you can't make your kid watch anime like a real man? No, because she'll literally yell at me and flip out. I just whip my pen down in a fit of rage. (laughs) 
Anyway, that's gonna do it for Super Dope Plus Ultra. I've said that like three times now. That's really it. Gonna be it now. Gonna raise my hand with the peace sign. She's gonna make his kids watch in a bay. Na 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 na